Hi, we're coming to you from the um, Radiation Research Society meeting in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and we're here today um, speaking to um, Dr. Angela Groves from the University of Rochester. So Angie, I'd like to start off maybe by getting you to introduce um, yourself um, and, and what you do. Okay, I'm, I'm a postdoc at uh, the university there and I work um, with the effects of uh, radiation on the long-term outcomes and complications and the, uh, my specialty is the involvement of the immune system on these late complications to radiation. Mm -hmm. So from looking at the work that you presented in your poster, um, it really looks like you're taking a good sort of systems biology approach here in terms of um, looking at the um, effects on the lung, but you're also looking at the effects of the cells, the immune cells that are part of that system and yes. um, looking at them in the draining lymph nodes and other areas. So yeah. I was wondering if you could give us a little bit of a taste of um, the sort of hypothesis that you're um, looking into and some of the techniques that you're using to do that. Yes, so um, I, I believe that exposure to radiation alters the whole microenvironment of the lung and that um, the immune cells are able to interact with all the other components you know, of the system so that um, the, the cells uh, infiltrating and exiting the lung are going to have an altered phenotype and have altered functioning uh, after radiation because of the uh, radiation-induced changes in the microenvironment. And I use flow cytometry as the main technique to uh, assess the changes that we're seeing in these different immune cell populations after uh, thoracic exposure to radiation. Mm -hmm. And so if you could tell us a little bit about, um, so you're looking perhaps at the skewing of the immune cell response in, in T cells depending on the radiation um, exposure. Um, is there something that we can take from, from this um, that you can foresee as being a way to intervene clinically, or is this something that would help us in a sort of a diagnostic fashion? Or um, I think that uh, understanding how these uh, immune cells are uh, interacting with each other, so how the T cells and the macrophages uh, are regulating each other and the responses of um, how this can set up the parenchymal of the lung, the epithelial cells, to um, either start a fibrotic response. Um, that is where I think it would be a good place for intervention. Um, I don't know if that... <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but, so um, can you tell us a little bit about how you started in this, um, in this area? Is this something you started um, back in your PhD in early research, or is this a new field for you? Oh, it's um, something that I've kind of translated from my uh, graduate work to my postdoc work. I did lung research um, and looked at, part of it involved looking at macrophage populations in the lung uh, in response to exposure to ozone <laughs> as a model of air pollution. and um, yeah, it's very translatable to a different type of lung injury. Mm -hmm. And uh, the immune cells are um, activated differently in these two different types of lung injury, but there's a lot of uh, similarities in how the lung is reacting to an injury and re trying to uh, recover from that. Mm -hmm. Injury. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting to think uh, many people come into this field um, 
sort of from a basic biology medicine and they move into the radiation side and then others start in radiation and then take on a sort of a more clinical or, or um, biological aspect. So it's interesting to see how everybody comes in from their own sort of perspectives. So. Yes, definitely. Do you think there are other organs in the body that might have um, sort of a parallel process going on? You, you've talked about the lung and the immune system there. Um, are there other organs you think that might be applicable to the same type of responses? I think so. Um, you know, the the cells coming from from the bone marrow and infiltrating into these tissues, they they can be um, sort of primed or activated to have a certain response. But it's all very dependent on the microenvironment of the tissue that they're entering. So, um, I think that the responses of these infiltrating cells are something that would be important to look at. Uh, so are these inflammatory monocytes coming into the tissue and um, starting uh, to promote profibrotic processes, for example? Mm -hmm. So are there, is there anything in the work within your lab um, that's looking at how you could potentially modulate these responses or any way that you could um, sort of either reverse the effects of the radiation or somehow combat um, that change that you see in the immune cell sort of phenotype? So we're looking at uh, what happens when you prevent some of these inflammatory cells from entering into the tissue in the first place. Does that uh, help remove uh, some of the signaling? Um, also antioxidants and um, I think ways of regulating how these immune cells are phenotypically polarized or activated um, can be a technique that could be exploited in, in the future mm -hmm. for these sort of interventions. Sure. Um, is there anything that you've um, seen so far at this meeting or you know, anybody's presentation or something that you've, that's um, been relevant to your own work here or other, any ideas that you might have got? Yes, um, just right beforehand, um, Marie Catherine, uh, Boyne, yeah, Boisem, thank you. She presented a really great talk showing that um, these alternatively activated, chronically activated macrophages mm -hmm. play an important role in fibrotic uh, responses to radiation. And so it's, um, it's good to see that I'm not the only one with this idea <laughs> and that, uh, you know, that uh, it's an area that is uh, in need of more exploration and, Mm. Now, certainly one of the values of these meetings is that you can come and you can see sort of work from a lot of different approaches and see how that comes together and, and um, you're always often surprised at, at um, where you can see relevance from other people's work in your own field and coming up yes. with those ideas and, and things. So you're an SIT member of the society? So how long have you been an SIT member? Uh, this is my second year. Okay. Yes, and it's, um, it's a great society because they do a lot for the SAT uh, members. The, mm -hmm. the uh, day at the beginning of the meeting was really a nice opportunity to not only talk to all the other uh, SAT members, but also to talk to more senior mm -hmm. members as well. And I really like that they attend the uh, SAT talks and can contribute to them. And they're very friendly and approachable. And yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. It's great to hear the good response and a, a great advert for um, all those people who might be interested in um, joining up. So I'd like to um, thank you for coming and talking to us today. And um, 
yeah, we'll hope to see you again next year and to see how your work's progressed. So thank yeah. you very much, Angie. Thank you.